0: Welcome to Our Stories. I'm your host, Josh Awin. I'll be discussing with my guests stories about what makes them Jewish. We'll dive into their bonds to Judaism and what they hope to pass on to the next generation. Regardless of denomination, gender, or geography, I hope to highlight the commonality between us all through these episodes. Thank you for joining me for These Stories, Our Stories. My name is Yoni. Where are you from? Rehovot. Rehovot, Israel. Yeah. So Yoni, we ask you a couple of questions. The first question I want to ask is, what is your very, very first, as a kid, very first Jewish memory that you have? There is a lot of
1: uh, a lot of them because you grow up in Israel as a Jewish kid. It's been it's been to be with a lot of Jewish memories and a lot of Jewish issues around you. But I really think that the first time that I actually had a point with this, it was like uh, when I was around five or six years old, okay. something like this. And uh, it was uh, Shavuot, and we was in our uh, family in Jerusalem. So everyone that goes in Jerusalem in Shavuot night, they go by foot to the Kotel, mm-hmm. all of them. So when you're going out, from the street it was living in a uh, berlin street in jerusalem it's like in rechavia so we go around uh, let's say around 3 a.m at morning middle of the night mm-hmm. i was a little kid it was cold mm-hmm. and i was very excited to go to the cottage in the middle of the night but when we went out so uh, no one was in the street so i asked my um, my cousins if it's why we're the only one in the street. So they tell me, no, you need just to wait a few minutes because we're going to go, it's a, it's a like small street. When we're going to go on Gaza Street, it's the main street over there. You will start noticed many, many people. And I didn't believe them because it actually was like 3.30 in the morning. So I yeah. them, no, no one is crazy enough. It's, it's just us. Yeah. And we started to walk. And I can remember it till now that the, uh, actually when we went off to Gaza Street, Suddenly, I noticed there is like hundreds of people walking, middle of the night, and oh, were they dressed in anything specific, like white like, or anything like that, like or or all of them like with uh, oh. um, the tallis. Part with them with tallis, part with them like with um, clothes to um, holiday clothes, like um, part of them with timal, part of them with. Uh, um, all, all the hasidic dress but uh, also like a yeah, normal jews circular jews and whatever it was just many many people that walking yeah. 3 a.m at morning yeah uh, uh, and as as we were getting closer and closer to the old city like you know it's a uh, um, many people arrived from different areas of jerusalem so as we were going into the old city all of them are getting together suddenly because they're coming from many sides mm-hmm. but then you're getting through the Jaffa um gate the Jaffa gate and all of them it's like already like thousands of people not yeah. hundreds like thousands of people walking yeah. in the middle of the night 4 a.m. okay for a little kid it was like yetiat Mitzrayim, you know it was unbelievable uh-huh. thousands of thousands of, of people just walking in the middle of the night to be in the quarter for Tfilat so everyone will pray the Shacharit tefillah right on time in the nets. Nets, it's like when the sun is rising, mm-hmm. and and the the most impressive moment, it's that actually when the sun rises, all of them need to be in tefillat 18. So everyone need to be silent. So you see, like hundred thousand or two hundred thousand people. I don't know exactly so how many. many. In the same second, silent. It's unbelievable. Really? It's unbelievable moment. Wow, and you were five and you watched all Five, six, something like this, yes. And okay. that's solidified for you. That's something that is it's a uh, um make you like connected mm-hmm. to something that, that you cannot really explain. Like you're a part, small part, for something that's much, much bigger that, than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. You can only just feel something, you don't know what what his name, what it is, but you you just know that you are a small piece of some giant puzzle.
0: Yeah. Amazing. That's an amazing story. So then fast forward now to you being an adolescent and you being kind of right before you leave the house. Is there something that kind of connected that, the dot of that Shagulot service to to being, you know, you're kind of established, you're a kid, you're about to go off, you know, into adulthood. But right before you go into adulthood, was there another moment that kind of sticks out in your mind, whether it's around the time of army service or is it around the time of graduating high school?
1: No, I can really think that uh, the time it, uh, I was in the yeshiva, like a few years in the yeshiva. So... Uh, um, like the Jewish identity became more an issue because this is the time that you're starting to understand what's going on around you in the world and you're starting to to understand that there is Jews and there is not Jews people around mm-hmm. you. And I think this uh, uh, actually the, the, the period of time in my life that I began to understand what it's meant for me to be a Jew. Like until then, it was just something that I born with. Mm-hmm. Nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. And that's it, mm-hmm. and uh, and suddenly it became like with with meaning some something that means something to you, mm-hmm. and um, I think that only in the time that I was in actually in the shiva I start to understand what is all about that we are a bit different we are like am what what is this meaning am mm-hmm. it's like you know very uh, arrogant to say we're special, mm-hmm. so I think only this in this period of time I started. To understand that we're actually special, we're we're different than everyone else, and to be a Jew, it's, it's a, a, a com- kind of commitment mm-hmm. that you need to do. Mm-hmm. That you need to understand it, and the second you understand, there is a commitment. When you are a Jew, you're committed to who? Mm-hmm. Who you're committed to? You actually. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually committed to uh, um, to every other jew mm-hmm. that's the idea it doesn't matter who is he what exactly he's doing is he wearing a Yarmulkan or no, uh, or uh um it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if he born as a jew and he's he's a jewish so you committed to him mm-hmm. it's called avut so uh, um it doesn't matter no, okay. if you like it or not uh that's something that you're learning through the time in the yeshiva mm-hmm. that you're committed to every other jew in the world and if you're learning torah and you sit and learn torah there is a reason for it because maybe there is other jews that they're not learning torah mm-hmm. okay so they're living their own life and it's fine mm-hmm. but you're committed it's to be like a soldier in this part of the uh, uh,
0: religion is, is it, yeah
1: you you need to to be to de, to like to do your job mm-hmm. because there is no one else to
0: do it right now is there a certain moment in yeshiva that you realize like you were sitting in class one day and they said this specific teaching you said wait 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 a second and it no is I thought I, to I, come I, in?
1: no I'm thinking that it it was uh, uh, at the time that I began to um, really read articles of upshlomo. mm mm-hmm. We're from Kalibach, uh, and what is, uh, uh, we're saying all the time about the commitment of Jew people around themselves among themselves. Mm-hmm. and uh, it's something it's very easy to say, but it, only when you read what, what, what he's saying, what he's written down, you start to understand it's very difficult, very hard to actually manage it, to bring it from words to actual acts. In the field mm-hmm. like uh, um, how it's exactly uh, um, I, I can say that I'm committed to every jew, okay, very nice yeah. how how do I perform it, how do I make it happen mm-hmm. uh so only the time in the issue, but it, it was the first time that I actually understand that we need to do something about it mm-hmm. to to act to to um like to find the connections between Jews around the world. Jews in Israel. It doesn't really matter where mm-hmm. any Jew, whatever
0: he is, he is, living. So, did you find that on your own, or was there a group of people that you also like? Were other kids? No, I th- really Agree with that, or that was just something that you. First felt? of all, there was a group,
1: uh, a big group that actually uh, uh, was a part of it. But uh, the whole idea with Rishlamu articles, it was uh, something that I was exposed in uh, in my house. So. Uh, um... I expo but I, I never really read what what is written mm-hmm. so so only then i had like the time and uh, um, the i think the, the right perspective to understand what he what he wrote
0: mm-hmm. so then moving forward now you're done with yeshiva you're kind of moved in you're an adult you, you have to to pay you're, you're a, a person maybe it's before you got married maybe it's before you had kids is there a, a moment as an adult that you remember that's kind of a that was another defining jewish moment
1: yeah it was like um, a few years ago i can't remember when exactly it was but we were uh, um, taking care of uh, um in my job in my uh, volunteering job as a medic so we had like a situation with a terror attack of someone that got stabbed from uh, an Arab. And what happened there, it was something that I really couldn't left my mind after, that when we arrived, we saw a um, yeshiva guy. You know, there's a big issue in Israel among the years about uh, um, Haredi guys that don't go to the army, but they go to learn Torah. And like the circular, uh, circular uh, Jews, they do go to the army, and all the time say that they do the army, but uh, the Haredim don't do the army, it's not good, it's not fine, something like this. But what happened there, that was that um, this person that got stabbed, he was uh, a yeshiva bochon, he was a Haredi guy, and he got stabbed in his neck, uh, and it was a bad injury, but when we arrived over there, uh, the one that actually saved his life, and stand by him all the time, it was a soldier, Israeli soldier, hmm. uh, with no yeah. kippah, with no anything, and he like put his arm on his neck all the time, hold it, and all the time uh, um, shout onto his into his ear. Uh, uh, a kol okay. My my brother, all the time. Yeah. my that yeah. was. Um, so uh, of course we evacuate him and we put him in the oh. ambulance and everything. And uh, uh, he all the time wanted want to know what happened with, uh, with the guy, and he lived, and, and everything, everything is fine. Um, he was badly injured, but he got to the hospital at, a, at a time, so to help him. But uh, what I actually saw there, that what I understand in, in my heart in my mind, about this al uh, um, this uh, commitment between brothers, uh, it's something that can actually happen. Sadly, it happens only on the time that we're under attacks, mm-hmm. but it's actually inside the hearts of everyone, and you can actually see it in this second that he said, I won't leave you, my brother, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And there are totally different, different guys like he's one of in the yeshiva, and the other one is in the army. Like in a regular day, they're probably spitting on each other, mm-hmm. <laughs> but 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 right now, because an Arab came and stabbed his brother. So I will do anything to save your life right now. It doesn't matter what I need to put for it.
0: That's amazing. That's an awesome story. Um, wow. Yeah. You can like get the visual of like seeing all that happen. It uh, gives you chills. So then, moving forward, is there something that you, with your three kids, who are amazing, awesome, and fun, uh, is there something that you're teaching you in, in Orly? Or is there something that you as a couple are teaching them on how hopefully they're restarting their Jewish journey beyond having crazy Americans come over for Shabbat dinner till the all hours of the morning? I think that what you saw in this Shabbat, uh,
1: it's, this, it's um, two different things that we do is that first of all, we keep our Shabbat as we did for years, okay? With the Kiddush, with, uh, um, with the Chalot, with shmirat Shabbat and everything, but um, everyone is invited. No one need to do anything for be here. Uh, and the whole idea to raise the kids like this, and I think I told you today about it, it's that they will grow, my, my, my mission, that's what I'm looking forward, my mission, our mission, as parents in Israel in those days, is to raise your kids, uh, uh, with with this uh, um, statement in their mind, that we have a commitment, okay, to every Jew around the world, that he can feel, uh, um, really, not, not to say it, Really, as your brother, as your family. It doesn't matter if you have a kippah. It doesn't matter what exactly he believes in. It can be whatever he want, mm-hmm. But he born a Jew and he will die as a Jew. There is nothing he can do about it, even if he really wants. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that he can do about it. And what I really think that we need to raise our kids around the world to accept the others as they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't need to push them to be different or to be like you. It doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. The only thing that matters is that all the time you will remember and your kids will remember and your grandchildren will remember that Jewish around the world are actually brothers Mm -hmm. and there's nothing they can do about it. Mm -hmm. We're born as brothers and we will die as brothers. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So if we're brothers, so we need to get to know each other. And I need to know you and your family and your behaviors and your uh, uh, things that you passion with mm-hmm. and you need to know mine
0: mm-hmm.
1: and our children need to know about it. And all, each one of us can raise his children in his own way. But one particular thing needs to be in common to all of us. The issue of commitment between Jews around the world. Mm-hmm. That's it.
0: Perfect. Well stated. Thank you for joining me for these stories, our stories.